Haley. Catherine. Do you know how we got our podcast started so fast? How? We use the Anchor app. What's the Anchor app? Well, it's a really cool app. It's completely free and it'll distribute your podcast to Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. Wow, it literally does all the work for you pretty much. Basically. For free? And yeah, and you can make money on your podcast. It's free. It's completely free. Anything you need to make your podcast will be all on Anchor. Wow. I'm more dependable than anyone in my life, so... I mean, (laughs) you said it. (laughs) Um, So if you guys are interested in starting a podcast, download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. That's A-N-C-H-O-R.fm to get started. Thanks. Hello, Haley. Hello, Haley. How are you? (laughs) Hello, Catherine. I'm good. How are you? I'm doing good. I'm tired, but I'm very glad that I don't have to work anymore today. I know. You don't have to work today, the rest of today, tomorrow, or Sunday. I know. (laughs) I do, unfortunately. Unfortunately, but... I'm not off till Thursday. Yikes. And that's my. And you've been working since like Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then, that, and then Wednesday, I stayed till one thirty in the morning, Thursday morning. So. Yeah, that was that was a bad, bad time. Got it. <laughs> it really sucked. <laughs> Spooky babes, we're glad that you're here. We're glad that you're joining us today. Uh, I hope you had a great week. <laughs> yeah. I hope you're excited yeah. to talk about something spooky with us today. So Haley, what are we talking about today? We are talking about geometry. What? Geometry? <laughs> I hope that's not right because my my notes are not on geometry. <laughs> but that is pretty spooky. I I'm know. officially spooked. <laughs> Just kidding. We're talking about the Bermuda Triangle. <laughs> what? I um when I wrote it in my notes, like the title, I put Bermuda Triangles with an S. And then I was like, there's not multiple Bermuda Triangles, but I I don't know why I put an S at the end. (laughs) No, there's there's only one. (laughs) Um, So, Haley, what is the Bermuda Triangle for our friends who who don't know what it is? It is a triangle in the Bermuda... No, I'm kidding. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Well, from my understanding and my research... It is a mythical section of the Atlantic Ocean. The body of water or the surface area where all these strange events have happened is is apparently in a triangular shape. Yes. (laughs) Okay. That that is the word I was thinking of. (laughs) (laughs) But it's bounded or it's around Miami, Florida, like just off the coast of Florida, Bermuda, and Puerto Rico. Okay. And um, over years, like over 100 years or so, there's been, it's just been the culprit of dozens of ships and planes just either being abandoned or disappeared and just strange phenomenons happening and yeah, that is yeah. That is the Bermuda Triangle. The end. Goodbye. 
<laughs> that is it. Thank you. Goodbye. <laughs> we upload a 10 minute um podcast and like most of it's just us talking about editing other podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But there's been weird phenomenon. So pilots have been said that they've become disoriented when they fly through the area. There's never any distress calls from any of these ships or planes that have just mysteriously disappeared. And it's always quote unquote been good weather. It's also known as the devil's triangle. (laughs) That's so much spookier. I know. I'm like, why do we call it the Bermuda triangle? Why not the devil's triangle? But I don't know. So people know where it is. Maybe. I feel like, Anytime someone puts the devil's something in front of something, <laughs> it's like so infamous and like everyone wants to go to it and test the limits of life. Right, right. But I like, think that there are also, here's the other thing. I don't want to be a killjoy or anything, but I think that there are also planes and ships that pass through the Bermuda Triangle every single day and do not disappear. So that's basically just the summary of what the Bermuda Triangle is. I, Haley, will be talking about the history (laughs) of the Bermuda Triangle. And then Miss Lovely Catherine that does everything for the podcast. I'm just here (laughs) to look pretty. (laughs) To look pretty. You can't even see me. (laughs) I I think you look pretty every day, no matter what. Aw, you look so beautiful. And I've seen you right when you wake up. So let's just say I am the... (laughs) <laughs> it's not the worst. It's just no, you've also seen me when I'm sleeping. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I am a sight for sore eyes. Oh, I've also seen you eat queso. That's a, also really hot. <laughs> That's I mean you do ham on some queso sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> my case my chips and queso is your chips and salsa. Exactly. And I always drip salsa all over. (laughs) (laughs) I remember being a kid. Oh, so long ago. Um, I remember being a kid and me and my mom, we would always go to this Mexican restaurant, Pancho Vila in uh, North Carolina. And uh, I would only get the queso dip. Like that's all I would eat. (laughs) And well, I would get that. And then I would get like a kid's quesadilla or something or a kid's little like burrito or whatever and I would get so full in the queso dip then I would take my meal home uh-huh. and I remember like taking my finger and like scooping out <laughs> <laughs> like the queso dip and my mom would get so mad at me <laughs> and, and I'd be like you told me not to waste it <laughs> when I got the queso dip it was like a luxury because it's so expensive or it, it, <laughs> But now you've got adult money, and you know what? If you want queso dip, you're going to get queso dip. <laughs> exactly. I never not get queso dip. Yeah. you're So, like, there are people, there's a, there's a fine line. There are people who will spend extra for guac, which is me, and there are people who will spend extra for queso, which is you. And That's you me. will get queso every single time, and then if you have, you will have leftovers because you normally eat the queso first. Yep. And you will put whatever remaining queso is on your whatever's left over of whatever you ate into oh, the little styrofoam so box. Good. <laughs> so good. Like you so good. you you will have as much queso as you want. Like 
if like if I wanted if I if I was a queso person too, you'd probably ask me to get my own queso. That's how much you like queso. Oh yeah, I definitely be like, oh, so you're getting your own, right? <laughs> and if you like it as much as I do, you would also want your own, right? Well, I don't. So, <laughs> thank goodness I don't gotta share. <laughs> queso just doesn't blend well with my body. <laughs> I know. There's only certain things that I will forgive my lactose intolerance for, and queso from Mexican restaurants is not it. <laughs> it's not it, sis. <laughs> anyway, let's talk about what we're all here for. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry for that five-minute detour. Um, if you guys want some chips and salsa, you might want to get some for the rest of the show. <laughs> <laughs> some of the like earliest history that I've found which I, I kind of want to say bullshit on this because I'm like, how? How do you know? But anyway, so apparently, on we all know who Christopher Columbus is. Yes. We all know he sailed the ocean blue, da 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 whatever. Yeah. He raped and pillaged, yeah, all right. of that shit. <laughs> no, we, don't, we do not stand Christopher Columbus. No, we but, don't. But anyway, <laughs> he apparently claimed to see a great flame of fire crashing into the sea. And in parentheses, it said, most likely a meteor. I was like, okay, cool. <laughs> Great balls of fire. Anyway. Um, I wonder if that's where that came from. I don't... That's, that's a long time. So wait, history. was this while he was sailing the ocean blue, he saw the meteor? Great balls of fire, yeah. Well, that's weird. I know. I was like, I've never heard about this. Yeah. That's not in the song. That's not in the song. <laughs> a lot of the, a lot of Christopher Columbus's story is not in the song. So, uh, nope, you was right. I don't, I don't think raped and pillaged the Native Americans would fit very well. No, it would not go but... over very well with the kids. Anyway, yeah. So there was a great flame of fire crashed into the sea, and then apparently, a few weeks later, he saw a strange light appear in the distance. Okay. And, yep. And uh, apparently his compass, his compass was giving erratic readings. It's broken. It's broken. And there's also <laughs> this thing called like magnetic fields. Yeah. Yeah. Um, especially if you're on the equator. Yeah. It'll fuck with your compass. Yeah. <laughs> Stay in school, kids. Anyway. Um, <laughs> yeah, so I was like. Wait, did you pull that factoid out of your brain from school? Yes. I swear I don't remember anything I learned in school. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know why I remember this. Actually, I don't think it's from school that I remember that. I remember an episode of, like, Bizarre Foods with Andrew Zimmerman. Do you remember that? That's more understandable. I got it. (laughs) (laughs) And he went to, like, Ecuador or something. I I think it is. I could be completely wrong on where he went, but the equator, there's, like, the equator is there and like it's a tourist attraction where you go to like the center like where right. the equator is and it like fucks with your balance and gravity and stuff but yeah that just sounds like a place i'm gonna have to fall over at and i'm not interested in going there <laughs> i don't I like know, falling <laughs> gravity is like the worst anyway gravity sucks <laughs> right but like i said i don't know well it said that he wrote about it so i'm guessing they saw it in his journal but I'm like, all of this is just up to, like, inference. Justice. Yeah, now we're just believing Christopher Columbus's fucking journal. Right. You know, I could write a journal that says a lot of things. 
Honestly. Um, and, you know, you could be seeing some stuff that's probably not even there. <laughs> hmm Just like when people get lost in, like, the desert. Right. <laughs> hmm But, yeah, and then, like, the next possible mention of the Bermuda, Bermuda Triangle, I mean, it wasn't consi- it wasn't called this at this point, but in William Shakespeare's play The Tempest, some uh-huh. scholars... Some scholars claim that it was based on a Bermuda shipwreck, and mm-hmm. they believe that this possibly enhanced, like, the, the aura and the mystery of the Bermuda Triangle. Oh, fun. Yeah. But the disappearances and stuff never really got, I guess, public attention until about the 20th century. Mm-hmm. In uh, March of 1918. When um, the USS Cyclops Navy cargo ship disappeared. It was a 542-foot Navy ship, over 300 men, and it sank. It sank? Yeah. Out of nowhere? Like, it didn't hit an iceberg or something? Like... No, no, it's not Titanic. It's the... I'm just kidding. I'm just (laughs) saying, like... (laughs) Yeah, there was like... I mean, it seems like a pretty big boat to have just sank. There was like no SOS or anything. There, even though it was very well equipped to send those type of signals out, there was no wow. wreckage, no wreckage, no nothing. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. I was like, that's suspicious. That's suspicious. That's weird. That's weird. <laughs> <laughs> and then, um, I guess I have a quote from from Woodrow Wilson, the president of the United States during this time. Wow. He said, only God, the sea, only God in the sea know what happened to the great ship. Also, probably the, like, 300 men that were on the ship. I mean, right, but they're MIA, so. I think, I think <laughs> they're probably dead to didn't. <laughs> well, if they're not, they definitely are now, because I was back in 1918, so. So, I think the main reason why this became even more suspicious was in 1941, two sister ships also disappeared that and they did about the similar route as the USS Cyclops oh and there was no trace no nothing gone Gone. poof exactly that's crazy I know and then it started getting more and more weird because there was a pattern of ship disappearances or abandoned ships around the Bermuda Triangle area which it's still has not yet been identified as the Bermuda Triangle. So it's just like this one specific area in the ocean that for some reason people are disappearing at. Wow, um, that's crazy. I know. And then December 1945, five Navy bombers, carrying 14 men in total, took off from Fort, Fort Lauderdale, Florida airfield to practice some bombing runs because they were in like World War II or whatever now. Their compasses were malfunctioning, so the leader the leader became lost, and, you know, the team followed, obviously, and then they started, you know, they got low on fuel, and they were forced to abandon their aircrafts, and they went MIA. They disappeared. Wow. That's crazy. I know, right? So after the five Navy bomber planes disappeared, they sent out a rescue ship. And that ship was carrying 13 men, and that ship also disappeared. That's crazy, because, like, that seems like a lot of people to lose all at one time. I know. 
You I'm know what I, I really think is I think that they like all made like a pact and that they were going to start over in like the <laughs> islands and they just like wanted to leave their life behind and like dye their hair another color and live on the island. That's a good theory, man. Like, honestly, I don't know why they didn't consider this. Honestly, like, it's just a, all it's a strike. People do strikes. Right. And you know what? This one, they never have to come back and they get to live on an island forever. Right. Also, Especially. like, I also have the same urges every single day of my life to just, like, <laughs> pick up and leave or, you know, change something or blah, blah. Right. I was going to say, especially since this is all during, like, war times and people were going, like, AWOL. Right. You know, they can just be like, you know what? Screw the war. I'm leaving. I'm going to go live a life of luxury. Goodbye. But, yeah. So, that rescue team went away, or they disappeared. And then after weeks of searching, there was nothing. And the official Navy report came out and they declared that it was as if they had flown to Mars. Wow. I was like, why Mars? <laughs> That's weird. I would have been like to the moon or something. I don't know. Right. But I guess, so the first suggestion of strange disappearances was in September of ni- was September 17th, 1950, in an article published in the Miami Herald, which was written mm-hmm. by Edward Van Winkle Jones. <laughs> Funny name. <laughs> I was like, what a name, man. Like, I literally wrote down Winkle, and I thought that was it. And I was like, oh, no, he has another name. <laughs> Edward Van Winkle Jones. <laughs> yes. You better, you better keep that right, man. Like, mm-hmm. He comes up and be like, I'm not Eddie Van Winkle. I'm Eddie Van Winkle Jones. <laughs> E-V-W-J. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and then two years later in Fate Magazines, um, they published Sea Sea Mis- Mystery at Our Back Door, which was a short article by George Sand, mm-hmm. and it was covering the loss of several planes and ships, which included uh, Flight 19, which was the um, the one with the five plane bombers. Yeah, and that also was when they first suggested the layout, like the triangular layout, and then uh-huh. um, that it was possible supernatural circumstances Gookie. um and then in 1964 vincent gaddis wrote um an article in agrozi i think that's how you say it mm-hmm. um i think that's the magazine name uh and he wrote an article about the bermuda triangle and then he actually more defined the boundaries of where the bermuda triangle is so okay yeah so that that's how that came to be. And then I'm going to talk about Larry Kusch. Um, <laughs> he wrote the Bermuda Triangle Mystery Solved in 1975. And this man, he basically thinks the Bermuda Triangle, like, supernatural shit is bullshit. <laughs> like, so he argued... That Gaddis and all the other writers' claims were so over-exaggerated and there was no evidence and everything was unverifiable and was just straight-up bullshit. Right. So um, he took it upon himself to do all this research, like extensive research. 
And he claimed a lot of the incidents that happened didn't even happen within the triangle parameters. Mm-hmm. Um, and then number of disappearances within that parameter of the Bermuda Triangle is not bigger than any other parts of the ocean. So basically the Bermuda Triangle, it's not all that special. Yeah. So, that I mean, that's another thing that, I mean, planes and boats become, disappear, uh, disappear over all over the big ocean. Yeah. And the ocean floor is so deep that we can't even find them sometimes because if they do go all the way down to the ground, we can't even get to the ocean floor sometimes in, in certain parts of the ocean. Exactly. And then I guess uh, a lot of the... Larry has a point. <laughs> I know. I was like, dang, Larry Larry got me. Like, <laughs> man. But, um, yeah, a lot of the authors, I guess, failed to mention storms that happened during these times. And they were just so focused on, like, paranormal possibilities, you know, like Atlantis <laughs> or aliens or sea monsters, because that shit sells. Of course. Paranormal cells. Unexplained cells. We are as human. I mean, we, they, there's literally a show called Cold Cases or like Cold Case Files or something where you just listen to unsolved mysteries or unsolved murders. Mm-hmm. We are. We love the unknown and the we unsolved. We're a sucker for it. Mm-hmm. Some events that claim to have happened within the Bermuda Triangle didn't mm-hmm. even happen. In 1937, off Daytona Beach, there was a plane crash. There was so many witnesses, apparently. But when um, Larry went to go look for evidence about it, there was no local news story. Like, there was nothing. What? And I'm like, if if that shit happened in my town, I would expect that to be on the news, like in the paper or something. Right. But, no. That's crazy. Apparently, in 2013... A company called Worldwide Fund of Nature. They came out with world's 10 most dangerous waters for shipping, and Bermuda Triangle was not on it. What? So that, that further made Larry's head big. <laughs> right. Don't get too cocky into thinking that there's not any kind of, like, alien or monsters or supernatural. Oh, I'm so in- interested on, like, your theories and stuff because I purposely skipped all that because I didn't want to read any of it. (laughs) I I mean I I, it's good to keep an open mind that maybe it is just like a really rough choppy area that has storms occasionally like tropical storms or whatever but also keep an open idea and an open mind to the fact that there might be sea monsters or whatever's in the ocean there which we'll talk about in just a minute. Theory time. Theory time. Okay. So there's not a lot of, like, proof to any theories that are around. So uh, they're just suggestions of things that might be. So, like you said, I did write down how Vincent Gladys coined the phrase Bermuda Triangle in in 1964. Um, And he did this because he wrote the article, and it was about a a mysterious accident that included three, three passenger planes going down despite having sent an all well message as they were flying up and like that's what his whole article was about and that's why he called it the Bermuda Triangle um, and then Charles Burlitz stoked that legend by um, writing a bestseller about it but <clears throat> when it gets down to what theories people really truly believe about the Bermuda Triangle they they do think that there's either it's some sort of aliens which I don't think that's 
plausible because why would they there's no reason they would be inside of a planet or like underneath the water you know what i mean yeah like i feel more like it <laughs> i mean i guess they could be abducting them out of the water <laughs> it just doesn't seem plausible to abduct a, an enormous ship <laughs> i'm sorry but that's a lot of work us humans ain't worth that Really, and like, where does the ship go that you that you just get the humans? Like, is there, like, that ship is <laughs> gonna come up into your ship, and so you're gonna have a big boat in your spaceship, <laughs> which I just don't think would work out for aliens very much. <laughs> no, unless they got like that extra like space, but like, no. yeah, that storage space. <laughs> Obviously, there's Atlantis and sea monsters, things like that time warps and and reverse gravity fields. Scientific theories, though, suggest that there's magnetic anomalies, water spouts, and eruptions of methane gas from the ocean floor, and I just put, hee-hee, ocean farts. Because, like... (laughs) I love that. That's, I mean, imagine all these people going missing because the ocean farted. Like... (laughs) It's hard to not be like, oh, that's kind of funny. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> but skeptics say that finding a common cause for all of these um, disappearances isn't logical. Because it would be the same as like trying to find a reason why everyone who has had a car accident in Arizona had a car accident in Arizona. It's kind of that same, it's that same thing. Like you wouldn't, you wouldn't be looking for a common occurrence in that case, but people are, which makes, which adds on to what Larry was saying. Like people are going missing in that part of the ocean, but they go missing in other parts of the ocean too. Exactly. And so it's not logical to try to find a reason why people go missing specifically in that area. And so while it's fun to talk about theories or counter theories about the Bermuda Triangle, it's not as a logic as as you research more about it and realize that the ocean is just a really treacherous place, you find that there's really not a way to get to theories deeper about what's happening in that one specific spot. And the reason you can't go any deeper is that there's not any there's not anything different about that spot in the ocean than there is in any other spot. The maritime insurance leader Lloyd of London and US Coast Guard says they don't recognize that the Bermuda Triangle is specifically any more dangerous than any other part of the ocean. Right. So, what is it? We've only discovered what like 10% of the ocean or something? Yeah. It's something very small. Right. We haven't been able to explore more than probably about 10% of the ocean. There are so many things that are under the ocean that we don't even know about. So I'm not, I'm not ruling out sea monsters at all. It's just the, the, there's no data to back that up. So there's no details to back up those theories. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I think that it's much more likely to be some sort of like tectonic plate thing or some sort of like, earthquake in the ocean Ocean or an ocean fart (laughs) (laughs) um i think that it's more realistic that it's something natural like that though right that's as much as theories as i've got though because it really is just kind of up in the air kind of you can make your own theory really i bet it's a kraken i don't think it's a kraken 
you know, take take down the ships. <laughs> Maybe or, back uh, when the ships or, were all wooden, but Cthulhu? I don't think the Kraken wants anything to do with the big metal ships. It's Cthulhu. <laughs> <laughs> sure, sure, Haley. <laughs> so, I do you want me to tell you my stories of disappearances? Yes. <clears throat> So in late 2015, two 14-year-old boys, Austin Stefanos and Perry Cohen, went on a fishing trip in a 19-foot boat. The Coast Guard searched 1,500 square feet of nautical miles. The boat was found a year later off the coast of Bermuda, but the boys were never seen again. Wow. If they didn't want to come home, they just should have said that. Yeah, they should have just said they were running away. All right. They were 14 years old, though. They were both 14? What are they doing on a boat by themselves? How did they... They must have... They must have gotten on the boat in Florida and boated all the way to Bermuda. That's crazy. Or they went missing in the, inside the Bermuda Triangle and their boat just landed in Bermuda. Because, again, the boys were never seen. Just the boat was found. Hmm. Which I think was crazy. Uh, and weird. recent. Which means, yeah, maybe it is, but maybe it was also just teenagers out on the boat being reckless. Yeah, that is crazy. <laughs> In December, on December 22nd of 1967, Dan Burek set out on a cabin cruiser named Witchcraft, which I thought was interesting, which is the reason I picked this one. <laughs> and he was with a priest named Patrick Hogan. Interesting. Um, he took his, he took the witchcraft off the coastline of Miami about one mile so they can view Christmas lights. Burek radioed a distress call saying that one of the propellers had struck something underwater. A monster, perhaps? <gasps> dun, dun, dun. No, dun, dun, it's the <laughs> alien ship. Uh, alien ship? Yes. <laughs> Atlantis? <laughs> <gasps> yes. Um, and that they, but they needed a tow anyway because their propeller was not working anymore because it hit something. Mm-hmm. So they were directed to send a flare out in 20 minutes. And when they arrived at their location that they had made the distress call from, the witchcraft was nowhere to be found. During the following days, a search was conducted over hundreds of square miles, but the boat and passengers were never found or located. Oh my God. Which, to me, screams like they were secret lovers, and they ran away together. Wow. Dan and Patrick, a priest? Dan and Pat. I think that they were in love with each other. Maybe. And they just wanted to run away together. They wanted to see Chris. <gasps> like, I don't know. They wanted I to know. the Christmas lights together. Hey, I, that's, that's romantic, honestly. I don't... <laughs> like, I love my friends, but... I mean, well, I guess if I had a boat at my leisure, I would take it out to go see the Christmas lights. But that is like a date. It does sound like a date to me, too. (laughs) Which is why I kind of assume they might have been lovers running away together. Maybe. Um, Or, obviously, something stopped their propeller and then just dragged them under. That sounds more like it. Cthulhu. (laughs) The Kraken. The Kraken. Uh, Godzilla. <laughs> Godzilla. <laughs> um, but those are all the stories that I have written down. 
Oh man, but no. So, <clears throat> so one of the first reported incidents, I would say, the HMS Atalanta. It was originally called Juno. I don't know why they changed it, but it disappeared after leaving England on January 31st of 1880. Oh. And the theory for that one was they just assumed that it hit a storm. And then mm. based off of history, like the Bermuda Triangle never was really a thing yet. So I was just like, how do you know? Right. And then obviously the USS Cyclops. The theory for that one on why it sank was just because it was carrying so much shit, pretty much. (laughs) I just feel like they would have noticed it slowly sinking and water slowly joining while they were, like, on the ship. Right. But I guess the USS Cyclops, the largest non-combatable loss to the Navy. Uh It was missing without a trace. And then it happened after, sometime after March 4th, 1918. They had just left Barbados. Obviously, there's no strong evidence for a single theory, but likely the cause of sinking was due to the heavy amount of cargo, and they were transporting ore, which is just, like, metal. Right. They were, I think they were carrying, like, one ton or something like that. Oh, my. That sounds not like it would float. I know. Guess it didn't. <laughs> well, yeah, apparently it didn't, because it sank. <laughs> and then the next one I have, it was Carol A. Deering, which I thought was a person. Uh huh. But it's actually a schooner built in 1919. It's just a ship. <laughs> um. So it was a ship built in 1919, and it was found abandoned at Diamond Shoals on January 31st, 1921. Holy moly. Mhm. And um, the FBI even came in to investigate, and they ruled out theories of piracy, domestic communist sabotage, and the involvement of, of rum runners. Oh. I know. Crazy. I was like, I was like, the FBI even came in? Shit. (laughs) Okay, what did they not want us to know about? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah, you're right. (laughs) Um, And then uh, Flight 19, which we talked about, which was was those five bomber planes. And then my last one that I have, the Star Tiger and Star Ariel, which the Star Tiger went missing January 30th, 1948 and then the Uh aerial went missing january 17 1949 the tiger was leaving from to bermuda and then ariel was leaving from bermuda to kingston jamaica and they were just these tiny little planes and they were operating basically at their range like their maximum limit of usage (laughs) and just the slightest of error they weren't going to make it to the island oh (laughs) They must have made the slightest of errors. (laughs) So I was like, oh, those poor little... I'm just imagining, like, those super worn-down, like, planes that you see in, like, those movies sometimes. Yeah. Like, the the adventure movies where they're so (laughs) run down. Right. And then they just barely make it. Or, like, when you you see the movies about um, them, like, making planes for the very first time. And it looks like they're just, like, made of cardboard and sticks. Yeah, exactly. Like, like those are the kinds of planes that go down there. Exactly. That's all I have. I know. I'm sorry my theories weren't more for you. I know. I feel like I've been just... I feel like this is the Haley show. (laughs) This is is a Haley episode today, because I just... Talk, 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 talk. Talk, 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 talk. talk. (laughs) 
You know, I'm actually disappointed that there was no one that was like, oh, yeah, I saw a UFO at this time and this time. Or like, oh, I saw some tentacles coming out. Right. You know, just give us. I would have liked some more concrete theories. Right. Like, if you're going to say that it's an alien, like, intergalactic space portal, like, just give me something to hold on to. I don't need much to hold on to. Like, I'm ready to go onto a crazy theory if you want me to. Like, I I don't need much convincing. Exactly. (laughs) I love conspiracy theories and all that stuff. So, like, you just need to give me the slightest bit of hope that it's correct. And Mm -hmm. I'm on board. That's that. (laughs) I hope you liked our Bermuda Triangle discussion. I know. It wasn't, like, spooky, but, like, you know. Yeah, I mean, okay, so first of all, it is kind of spooky that so many people have died in the Bermuda Triangle or disappeared. That's Mm -hmm. the spooky part. Obviously, the... But obviously, like, dark waters and, like, open waters is spooky in and of itself. Right. The ocean. I don't like like oceans. Like, I don't like being on the ocean. It terrifies me. It's kind of spooky. I mean... What do you guys think this is? Is it is it a uh, is it the Kraken? Is it Cthulhu? Is it just you know um, aliens or is it Atlantis? Yeah, is it an intergalactic it, alien portal? Is it Atlantis? Is it ocean farts. Ocean farts. <laughs> I, I'm betting that if all of all of the spooky babes and us put money down on ocean farts, we can make this go real far. <laughs> I, I think that's the most plausible answer. We just write our own book, Bermuda yeah. Triangle. <laughs> and I think we should call it Ocean Farts. And then <laughs> underneath, like, put the subtitle of, like, the mystery solved, the, the solved mystery of the Bermuda Triangle. Ocean Farts. Ocean Farts. That'd be beautiful. <laughs> Someone make a mock-up of the cover. Thank oh you. God. It's just the ocean floor that looks like a double-cheeked-up ass. <laughs> <laughs> With, like, bubbles coming out. (laughs) Um, Oh, my God. And then a fish gets caught in one of them. And then it's, like, upside down (laughs) dead with, like, the X's for eyes. (laughs) Uh, I don't think we'll be taken seriously if we make it a cartoon. (laughs) I mean, I think. I mean, we might. (laughs) Wait, are we, like, seriously trying to, like, progress ocean farts as the cause of Bermuda Triangle. You know what? It will be one of my greatest my greatest things to have ever happened to me if I've made ocean farts happen for <laughs> Bermuda Triangle. <laughs> it could be one of those things that I like that like I started I started a theory about the Bermuda Triangle. You know like those two truths and a lie. Oh yeah. Like obviously they'll think that you're lying about the Bermuda Triangle theory, but no. I started ocean farts. <laughs> All hail Catherine the Ocean Fart Theorist. <laughs> I'm just saying if we if enough of our listeners also talk about ocean farts, it'll come back around. Mm-hmm. Someone make a TikTok about it. <laughs> so yeah, if you guys think of any other better um theories, in fact, we could just make one up completely. If you guys mm-hmm. all wanted to like band together. Right. I will I will take a theory that you guys give me. Like like there's a there's a cotton candy maker down there that just makes cotton candy and it gets the the oceans like so sticky because of the cotton candy. I don't know. 
It like drags the boats down or some shit. Just drags the boats in and then, and then makes more cotton candy with the boats. But uh, yeah, tell us what you think about the Bermuda Triangle. Uh, follow us on Twitter, which is for the ghouls, Instagram and Facebook, which is Saturdays are for the ghouls. And we do some polls sometimes and um, try to get you guys to join in on the conversation. So nice. if you follow us there, you will never miss anything. Hope you guys enjoy our stories and let us know any theories you have or any stories you have relating to Bermuda yes. Triangle or not. Or not. Love, Tell us I any love... spooky stories and maybe we'll read one or mm-hmm. two. I love a good ghost story. I love a good spooky story. Mm-hmm. Make it ghosty. Make it something. Make it beautiful. So, spooky babes, as you lay your head tonight on your pillow, as you're thinking about the theories of the Bermuda Triangle, ocean farts. I- Ocean farts. Thinking of whether it's just the ocean or if it really is a spooky triangle. And you close your little eyes as you lay your head down. We will see you in your nightmares. I can't believe I I did ocean farts. I'm owning it. (laughs) I love it. It's great.